My great pleasure to have on the line with me this morning, uh, Sally Hunter, human rights activist uh, from Melbourne, one of these extraordinary, yeah, extraordinary members of this collective WACA, which is uh, continuing to inspire. Thanks for joining us, Sally. Thanks for having me on the show. So another fabulous action on Friday. Tell us about it. So um, early in the morning, um, a number of climbers scaled the Channel 7 news building in Docklands. And that's situated opposite Border Force headquarters where they run the operations for Manus Island and Nauru. And they unfilled a banner that says deportation equals death, Border Force tortures refugees. And it was unfilled in direct eyesight of the, the Border Force building so that the workers in the building that day could see that outside of their window. Uh, at the same time, we had another banner saying close the bloody camps now that was um, being held by activists directly at the front of Border Force. So that remained up there for a few hours. And, yeah, we got quite a lot of media attention for that as well. Yeah, some great media coming out of it. Um, That was lovely to see. And obviously the purpose, you know, for people who aren't aware, your group WACA was an important, uh, was, I understand, the kind of lead organising group for the action on Parliament. Uh, that was November last year November and actually the year. banner that we, people were holding at the front of Border Force yesterday was the same banner that was unfurled um, on Parliament last year so yep. we used it again for the action yesterday which was quite nice. So obviously not relying on politicians uh, uh, nor the legal system it's up to, to grassroots uh, organisations like WACA and you know ordinary people. Absolutely, and it's been 25 years since mandatory detention first came into play and we're still having people locked up indefinitely. Um, some people have been locked up for eight years and despite like the efforts of thousands and thousands of people over many, many years, the system is becoming more and more brutal and we feel that at this stage, uh, direct action is, is really, really necessary to send a really strong message to the government that what they're doing is unacceptable and they need to close the camps. I'm just reflecting a little. I've been on a, a week's kind of training, uh, learning about something called the sanctuary model. We, we spoke to one of the, the founders of this particular model of mental health uh, a few weeks ago now on, on our program. And that was all about uh, just helping uh, people with trauma and just becoming a bit more of a trauma-informed society. What's your comment on, yeah, the broader society, I guess, particularly mental health workers who are in touch with these kind of issues um, to get out and get engaged? I mean, I think it's, it's the secrecy surrounding detention um, has a lot to do with the public being really ill-informed about what the Australian government is actually doing in these detention centres. Um, people are, you know, ongoingly re-traumatised. So they've got trauma from, you know, seeking asylum from their country of origin. Then, you know, the journey of seeking asylum through multiple countries, um, arriving in Indonesia or Malaysia, um, going on a boat, going through the traumatic experience of going, you know, on rough seas to seek asylum to Christmas Island, which is part of Australia. And then, you know, after that being, you know, thinking that they've reached safety, thinking that, you know, Australia is going to process their refugee claims and, you know, that they will be able to be safe and free from persecution. Um, and then to find themselves uh, locked away on a prison island for many years. Um, and then some people obviously have been brought to Australia for medical treatment. Um, but the experience of detention is, is, is another form of trauma. So they've got layers and layers of trauma um, that that they're 
they're trying to manage ongoingly. And we find that, you know, people who are in detention actually are suffering the trauma of being in detention and don't even get to address the trauma of everything else that's happened to them. So it can take a really, really long time. It can take years and years and years for people to cope with the trauma that has been induced from being in detention before they even begin to face the trauma that they have, like underneath the underlying trauma of why they, you know, came across the sea to seek asylum in the first place. So, you know, it's a really, really uh, oppressive system that has a really profound impact on people's mental health. And there's a number of people, like many, many people who, are, who have been through this detention system who have said that they didn't have mental problems before they came here, that being detained indefinitely for years and years has caused them to experience very intense um, issues with their mental health. And I think that's a really, really, you know, hidden thing and that's why we use the word torture. Water force tortures refugees because um, indefinitely detaining people and denying them their basic freedom is a form of torture, a very extreme form of torture. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. how, what's your comment on the recent so-called settlement with uh, refugees uh, that have been on Manus? What's your comment on, on a few thousand dollars or whatever it is that each claimant will receive uh, compared to the trauma that they've gone through? Uh, it's, it's deeply distressing. I was there for the first day of the court hearing and, you know, it was adjourned. But I could tell by the, you know, the, just the way that the, that day ran, you know, I, I had a, a gut feeling that, you know, that they were really intending on not um, having these, um, having what they've done exposed. Um, the video link wasn't working, for example, you know, and it, it sort of aroused my suspicions mm. that a settlement would, would come about, and, and it did. Um, and I think it's just, you know, another indication of how the Australian government is trying to hide what they're doing and they don't want the Australian public to really know and understand at a deep level the trauma and torture that is, is occurring inside these centres and, and, you know, no amount of money. I've spoken to many people who, who are part of this settlement and they've all said that the money doesn't make any difference to them. You know, if they were given work rights, they could make that money in no time. Yeah. It's, it's not about money for them. It's about, you know, the healing to the trauma and having people around the world know what's happening to people. And knowing, you know, that the Australian government is continually, ongoingly torturing people and that no amount of money is going to make up for what they've done. There's no justice in, in just handing out some money and saying, OK, now you don't get to tell your story. And um, the settlement hasn't been finalised, so it's not a done deal yet. And there still is a chance that it may, may end up in court. And um, although that will be very arduous and a lengthy process, my personal opinion is I think that these stories need to be told um, and it needs to be exposed to the public. Yep. Well, thanks so much, Sally, for joining us. I mean, this is such a horrific issue and, uh, you know, really I think there's lots and lots of people around Australia who are very appreciative for the work that you guys are doing to really raise this uh, this issue in the way that you're doing with, with such uh, courage and uh, it's very inspiring for me and uh, inspiring for others and um, let's hope that things just keep ramping up or let's hope that the problem's solved but if not then that obviously people will, will step up to the challenge. Yeah, thank you. And one thing I just want to add is that we you can go onto our website and um, 
people can sign up um, to our mailing list. And, you know, we're all about autonomous organising across the nation. So if people want to um, be supported to hold their own actions, then we're very much about supporting activists across the country in, um, you know, creating direct actions. So um, anyone is welcome to get in touch with us and, and we'll, we're happy to support people in any way that we can to um, continue having more actions around the country.